like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Apple television. He barely has regular television. God. That's true. I don't even know what subscriptions <laughs> I have anymore. Dude, Abby and I sat down and went through all of our uh, subscribe. I almost said prescription. <laughs> subscriptions. And we had like $80 worth of subscriptions we were paying for. And we were like, nah, this is done. I got to look through those because I have, I know I have a bunch. I went through all mine when I went through like the patron stuff too. Mm. How many did you have? Um, I think there was six. 16. Yeah. I'm cranking you back up, dog. You were loud as fuck on the last episode. Because I think the I AMC is the only one I actually use. Mm. The AMC Plus that has Shutter and a couple other things. You were wild, though, dude. You came out of the gate swinging last episode. Yeah? Yeah, you were really loud. Well, good, I guess. There was actually mm. two I mean, sections I had to turn you down. I was like, this is unprecedented. Holy shit. It had never happened before. I called Seth. I was like... He didn't call me. I didn't feel like I was being loud. <laughs> he didn't call me. No. Oh my God. What was that vibration? <laughs> it was an email. Wow. How fucking unprofessional. Sorry. Jesus. I usually keep it up here. That way there's no vibration. <laughs> Good no vibration. Vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. I don't know the rest of that wow. song. Wow. I think it- I'm down to like Netflix, Disney Plus. Yeah. Hulu. Uh, no, I don't have Hulu anymore. Uh, I got rid of it. I don't watch it as Why didn't you much. bundle, Jess? You're losing money. You're literally losing money by not bundling. I'm not getting fucking ESPN. <laughs> plus. ESPN plus. plus. Ew, I'm not ew. getting that too. You Who don't gets- want to watch Greenie in the morning? No. Oh. Who the hell has ESPN Plus? I'm all about watching football, but I don't watch any of these fucking like side shows where they're like, this is our pick for the week. I don't give a fuck. You know, I got a bone to pick with you. Why do you wait until I stop watching football and I'm like, I'm not fucking watching it. And then you're like, yeah, I'm into football now. I never ever thought that you'd be out of watching football. Who just stops watching football? I did. Cold turkey. Like I I just one day I was like, I'm not smoking anymore. Good. It's boring. It's actually very entertaining. It's like watching four hours of commercials. I think the problem was is I was such a diehard and the Bengals just sucked so bad. So you don't even watch college football anymore? No. I don't watch oh. any football. I thought maybe you still watched Ohio State. Mm-mm. Then my mom was telling me last night how good the Bengals are now and I was like, oh great. That's, cool. That's fucking great. You know, I stopped watching. They She's are. like, honestly, you probably should not start watching because they'll probably suck again. Yeah, probably. That's what it was. It was your fault. It was you all this time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, like such a large chunk of my week was carved out for football that it's honestly really nice not to have to work because there's Monday yeah. night football, Thursday night football, fucking Saturday college, Sunday, the Bengals yeah. play for three hours. It's like, eh. I, really I feel like, like I could watch on the weekends now. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could watch if it was shorter. There's too many fucking commercials. It annoys me. It, that mm. part is annoying. It's like they play for like a minute. Oh, commercials. Mm. You're like, Ugh. It's true. It is true. Like going to a game is fun, but I think on TV it's boring. Have you ever been to an NFL game? 
Mm-mm. It's kind of boring. Is it? Yes. Some of the college games, they're not bad. Because there's not, you don't have the commentary in between plays. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, Abby and I went to a Colts game. But in the Colts defense, we were super hungover. Mm. Oh, wow. Like we were out till three or four the night before at Howl at the Moon. And we got back. We went to bed, woke up, and the game was at one, I think. And we woke up because uh, our hotel was right outside the Colts stadium. Mm. And they just had like the band out there. It was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it was like, oh, my head was ringing. We showed up like 30 minutes late. That the was people, your fault? Yeah, yeah pretty mm-hmm. much. But mm-hmm. the people we met were like, are you guys okay? You look terrible. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, we went pretty hard. You needed a Mick Griddle. Yeah. <laughs> Probably did, honestly. It couldn't hurt. Definitely yeah. couldn't hurt. I don't know that it would have helped, but I was pretty pretty bad. <laughs> Always helps me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm I haven't been hungover in a minute, though. Like, I'm trying mm. to think the last time that I was. I don't miss it whatsoever. I was on Saturday a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had that conversation because you texted us and told us how hungover you were, and I was like, yeah, I don't miss that at yeah. all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. So last night, I like, didn't even feel like drinking. I was like, oh. That's the problem. Yeah. I had three beers yesterday and I was like, I'm good. Like I drank my last Miller and I was like, mm, nope, don't need any more. So no more football. Yeah. No more alcohol. Not no more alcohol, but very, I mean like <laughs> I don't, I didn't drink to the weekend. Not a single drip of alcohol all week, except for the weekend. Proud of you. It's yeah. when you get to the age where you start having two day hangovers that mm. you're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I don't want it to be Tuesday and still feeling like shit. No, I can't. I just can't afford to. Mm-hmm. Like I got work mm-hmm. to do and shit. <laughs> Definitely can't do that. Like get drunk three days in a row, shit anymore. Oh my god, Ugh. takes too long. How did we do that though? I don't because we did it and I didn't feel so terrible. We maybe were, maybe we were drinking so much it just canceled it out. I think so <laughs> we I, just were I just drunk the whole time. We yeah. never were sober. I think our bodies were primed. Yes, primed for it. I, mean, I can't do it anymore. I think you could. Mm-mm. You should try it. No. Why not? I don't want to. Isn't Ooh. it crazy how much you age in like six years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm telling you. <laughs> drinking over, age. We overdid it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I had kids and then I used to get run ragged between work, kids, the podcast, kids, and the kids. It's the kids. I just remember people saying, oh, you wait till you get older. You won't be able to drink like that. I'm like, Psh. Watch <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like, know, dude. My mom can put them down. <laughs> Yeah, she can. And then you're like not even 40 yet, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were right. Once in a while is good. Mm-hmm. I wonder, though, if it's like when you lose weight and you don't realize how bad you felt until you lost mm-hmm. weight. I wonder if that's what it is. Like, yeah, you can drink a lot, and you just don't realize how bad you feel if you're doing it consistently, which is probably what we were mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, and if you're like buzzed all the time, I suppose you wouldn't really notice. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. I can tell you what, I'm not doing any hangover workouts anymore. Oh, God. Oh. I used to do that, go to the gym hungover, and no. just like sweat it out. Mm-mm. That's crazy. I tried to do that, dude. It was awful. Probably vom. I didn't vomit, but I definitely wanted to. Yuck. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, this is HMC 66, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey. Yeah, we're the horror movie crew. I'm Josh. Um... <laughs> This is season two. You guys know who we fucking are by now. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Season three, we're not doing what season it is, who we are. We're just going to go right into it. Yeah. Like, we're going to come yeah. out of the gate swinging for the fences. Is that a baseball term? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Then why do they use it for other sports? Mm. Like a boxer, he came out swinging for the fences. Isn't that what he says in signs? No, he says swing away. 
I, I am not a fan of that movie. Josh's favorite. I did that just for you. I know you did. You looked right at me when you said it. <laughs> it made me feel uncomfortable and everything. Um, our November theme is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It's a play on um, dinner-themed movies. Not theme movies, but movies with awkward dinner scenes in them, I would think. But that's kind of in line with Thanksgiving. Because let's it be is. honest, Thanksgiving's fucking weird, right? It's weird. You get together with people you don't really want to get together with. You have yeah. to break bread and have awkward conversations. Like, so, Josh, how's work? How's work? That's the always. That's always it. Like The same you? fucking thing. What Every we, year. You want to hear about my spreadsheets? Like... <laughs> Just pull them out. I want to talk about my customers. You should like present them at the dinner. I should. I'll make a PowerPoint. Yeah. Well, Uncle Ron, thanks for asking. Let me show you. You break out like a projector and you're like, as <laughs> you can the lighting see and everything. Here, yeah. there's a, a very good indication that we are in a recession because of this downward line, which also indicates my income. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it before anybody asks any questions. I'm just going to yeah. say to break down the questions today, mm -hmm. I'm just going to do this ahead of time. Yeah. So I'd like everybody to take a seat mm -hmm. and let's go over this shit. Mm. Happy Thanksgiving. Then the slide just says, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking funny would that be? Yeah. With like a cute yes. background. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a turkey and some fall leaves and stuff. <laughs> or you should get a picture of a guy like fucking a turkey. Like he's got the neck. Oh. And like the he's got like the feathers. Okay. And he's just like I could Photoshop your head on it. I don't yeah. want to be No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> turkey yeah. fucker. Here's what you should do. You should get Mark and Brooke's pictures and have oh. Mark be the turkey fucker and okay. have Brooke be the turkey. Okay. And then like out of the side of it, it should say gobble gobble. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. I think you should do it. Okay. Okay. Because they don't celebrate Thanksgiving anyway. Mm -mm. They're Canadian. What do they have to be thankful for? I thought that they did, but it looks <laughs> yeah, like they already had it. Yeah, they have a different day. It's early. It's already been to... gone and done. I don't know oh, what they're okay. thinking. And then they're trying to like make fun of us for one trick-or-treating a day before Halloween, mm -hmm. but they're celebrating Thanksgiving in fucking July. I don't know when they celebrate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I don't know what those guys do. They do some weird shit. And Canadians have like 4,000 holidays. Mm -hmm. We actually have quite a few Canadian listeners, so we might want to yeah. take it easy. We're just kidding. We fucking love Canadians. I wouldn't go that far, but they're okay. <laughs> um, like that one time that I accidentally called all Germans Nazis and our, our German listeners went... Ooh, yeah. Oh, God. I forgot about That's that. That's all bad. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten a German listener since. We probably got banned. They've tried. They can't cancel. Uh. You can't cancel us. Speaking of being canceled, I was watching um, The Fire and the Kid the other day, and mm -hmm. I didn't realize that Brendan Schaub and Dalia had another podcast together. Did you know that? No, I didn't. They get together and like watch fights or something together. Oh. I saw an Instagram pic. That's the mm -hmm. pic I sent you of the table. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See Dalia with his weird hair? I did like the curtains. You like the curtains? Mm -hmm. They look like old Cinema 5 curtains. Yeah, they're cool. So that's the show it was, it wasn't... Oh, yeah, because Brian Collins got the... Yeah, Fighter and the Kids, Brian game. and Shab, and then they okay. have DeLeon on for these fight companions, is what they call them. But, yeah, so you didn't like the curtains. I did. Okay. You could do curtains on these two walls. Yeah. You probably have meat mm. curtains, Seth. I do not have meat curtains. <laughs> you have butt meat curtains. Nope. Could you imagine that, how that would look? Yeah, well, since there's not, like, <laughs> lips. <laughs> you fart and they'd be like... Lips. Probably make a neat Ooh. sound. It'd just be like a horn. <laughs> oh, a <laughs> horn? <laughs> Some tight meat curtains. <laughs> Sound like a kazoo. <laughs> a kazoo. <laughs> you can like play a song with it. He fucking sprays the hairspray on him to tighten him oh up. My God. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> disgusting. They're like, that's nasty. Yeah. And they're like stuck together. That's yeah. icky. Oh, let dude. me unstick Anyways. my anal lips. <laughs> mm, that's fucking really nasty, dude. <laughs> dude, if you've got lips on your anus, like, you are in a fucking world of hurt. Yeah, you've been. 
<laughs> been around the block then. <laughs> How would that even happen? I don't know that it could. Uh It'd probably some, be like some kind of cancerous growth if you had any kind uh, of fuck. things hanging off. I would think. An extroverted a dangle. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> dangle back to the dangle again. again. Somebody IM me and told me what that was called. I forget who it was. If you were the person that IM me and told me what the dangle was actually called, please remind me who you were and I'll give you a shout out. But I don't remember who it was, but they were like, it's actually called. Oh, the throat dangle? <sighs> yeah. It's yeah. always going to be a dangle to me. Yeah. At this point, me too. I go to the doctor, I'll be like, something's wrong with my dangle. <laughs> Take like, a look at my dangle. <laughs> they'd open her mouth. They'd be like, man, there's a pubic hair wrapped around your dongle. <laughs> oh Tied in a knot. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to put you under and we're going to have to go in and, and get a Boy Scout in here to untie this sucker. You're going to have to yeah. do some, uh, some dangle surgery. It's like gray yeah. pubic hair wrapped around. <laughs> Ew. Why is it going to be gray? <laughs> you're the self-proclaimed old man lover. I yeah. don't know. You're I like, like old man. I really like older men. I've been circling the nursing home. Is that why you're not allowed to work at a nursing home? Maybe. I thought so. Sleeping with the patients. I could see it, honestly. Yeah. She's like replaying yeah. every old man's nurse fetish. It's time for your sponge pot it's bath, fun. Mr. Smith. Look at my dongle. Just look at it. <laughs> time to change out that catheter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Taking it too far. Ooh, Mr. Wilson, dirty bedpan. I don't I don't no. draw the line at gray pube, but I draw it at the catheter. Would you put in a catheter? I mean, if that was my job, but mm. like not as a fucking hobby. <laughs> yeah, I like to change a catheter from time to time. We know what she's trying tonight. Mm. <laughs> Yuck. Would you, yeah, I don't know anything that would be good from that. Mm -mm. Honestly, it sounds fucking terrible. Have you had one put in? Mm -mm. I don't think I have. Uh, no. I did have one, but I was asleep when they put it in and took it out. Mm. I think it would have to be way worse for a guy. It would have to hurt for sure. Yeah. I mean, it goes all the way into your bladder, right? <sighs> I don't. Yeah, yeah I it's guess. It's got to go in there a little bit. Like, haven't you seen fucking movies where they like rip it out? No. What? No. No. What no. are you watching? Uh-uh. I've seen several like movies where like a uh -huh. dude's been in the hospital and he fucking like rips his catheter out. He rips like, it out. Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to think what fucking movie I saw that in, but no, I can't think of it. What happens if you like get hard, or maybe you can't when it's in there? I don't know. Uh, is that a thing? Do you guys like stick stuff in there? That is a thing. It is a thing. Uh. Yeah, it's called sounding. <laughs> what? Yeah, they put like metal rods in there. No. Yeah. Big uh, rods. Hmm. Not kind of. That would have to hurt. I would think. You'd have to be into like pain, <gasps> pain Dude, stuff. Could you imagine? Mm -mm. I'd be scared I'd fuck something up. I, like, yeah, I mean, it's probably dangerous. Jesus. No, people put all kinds of weird <sighs> shit in their orifices. Dude, mm. it made my fucking back hurt thinking about that. <laughs> Your back hurt? My back is fucked up. I've been to work uh, out for like four days. I got, I was, I'm stupid first off. So I decided to clean out all of the baseboard radiators this week, all in one day. Mm -hmm. mm. Not very smart. Was up very late doing it after work. Very stupid. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever cleaned out a baseboard radiator, but basically they're about that far, which is, I don't know, we think that's four inches mm -hmm. from the floor. And to get underneath of them, you basically have to like lay down on the floor, like on your shoulder and like crank your neck mm -hmm. so you can see under it to get the vacuum under it, to get all the shit out of it. And then basically uh, scoot yourself across the floor. Like... <laughs> Like this, like this, yeah, like that. That looks fun. But like that night, my neck was just jacked up, and then it like went down my neck into my lower back. So you should just mm. like have somebody come do that. That's the thing. I'm really cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand. 
Yeah. I, I would probably do it myself. But now that it's done, it shouldn't be so bad next time. Correct, because those yeah. things, like I was telling you, I think I, I sent you a picture of them. I think you did. Like, I don't think yeah. they were ever cleaned out. Like, you, mm. They should not be that bad year over year. This is mm. like years and maybe decades worth of yeah. dust mm. and dog hair. Mm. Pubes. Pretty sure there was a dingleberry in <laughs> yeah. there. Ew. Yeah. Dead skin, you know. I tasted yeah. it. It tasted pretty poopy. They the didn't have, like hair? dogs and stuff, didn't they? They had a lot of dogs. Yeah. What? What? You asked me a question. <laughs> what tasted poopy? I don't. I didn't say that. No, that's what you said. I think you heard. What <laughs> no. are you thinking about? Ew. Dirty <laughs> pussy man. <laughs> Forget what man. movie. What movie that was? Uh, it was the. Uh, they just came out with a new one. Paranormal Activities. Yeah. That was at it. Micah, yeah. Mika, whatever his he name was. Pussy Mika. Man. You God. like went hard on Micah, Mika. That's an awful movie. Pussy man. <laughs> you were so mad you couldn't think of something to say. Like you were that, and that's what came out. Pussy yeah. man. Pussy man. <laughs> He's a pussy this man. Micah. What a oh my god. He's a, what a pussy man. He was. He's annoying as shit. See now I'm all angry again thinking about it. Like we looked at each other like, did he just make that up? He's a pussy man. <laughs> He's a fucking pussy man. <laughs> Stupid ass movie. Uh, Jess, you had a good idea. You should shed. You shed. We should. Um, yeah. Goosebump books. Movies. Yeah. Shows. I thought it would be fun to do like. I agree. Scary mm. kid shows. Ooh. Or like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <sighs> That'd be a good one. Like, I don't know if we should just do like one all together or like, like listen, make it like a separate thing. Over the whole series? Let's talk we... about the series. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know the last time I've seen a Goosebump uh, show. I don't know if I've ever watched the movies. Jack Black is in one, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second one, right? That he's not in? I think there's a newer one after that one, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Pussy man. I'd be into that. I'd be down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do it. We should 100% do it. There's a podcast called... I'm going to mess this up. Say Pod and Die, I think is the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. they <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> they review... I think it's two girls. I could be wrong. God, I feel bad now. I think they review just Goosebump books. That's all they do. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I like the books. That's hmm. cool. Yeah. So that may have been a really cool shout out to a podcast that does or may not do Goosebump books or shows, but sweet. Yeah. (laughs) That's your thing. Check it out. Obviously you can tell I'm a dedicated listener. Um, Yeah. We've been up to man. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I did watch a few things. Uh I watched (laughs) watched some things. Dead of winter, which is like an eighties kind of like horror thriller movie it was okay it had um mary steamburgen or whatever oh, yeah. her name is in it what yeah mary steamburgen isn't that how you say the it? the mom from stepbrothers yeah oh i like her she's yeah. pretty young in it but it was really? it was all right it was kind of you would think it was long <sighs> is this your water or mine that's not mine it tastes salty not mine <laughs> i watched the glass house Ooh. i haven't seen that in forever do you remember that movie i do, I do. Whatever happened to her? That- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jinx, yo me a Coke. Pinch, poke, yo me a Coke. Yank it, suck it. Bend over and fuck it. <laughs> yep. Suck it. it wasn't as good as I remember it being. Mm. But mm. I have a very similar thing when we get to my watches. It's like that- fairly predictable when you watch it now. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay. Their parents die and they go live with the parents' friends. Right. Their last name is Glass, correct? Right. Okay. Right. But they yes. like purposely had the parents get killed yes for the money spoiler alert it's from like 2002 so if you haven't seen it by now wow way to victim blame the person you just spoiled the movie for 
He looks like a victim blamer. But is she still around? That Lily Sorbereski, however you say it. I, those were two varying differences in pronunciations so of that name. I, I thought it. it was Lily Sabowski. Lily Sabowski, Sobereski. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. She was in Never Been Kissed. Oh. Yeah, she was. She was around during that Devon Sawa area, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. early 2000s. Era, not area. I don't know if she's area. been around his area or not. Maybe. I Maybe. don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. And I tried to watch this movie called Date Night on Hulu. Ooh. But it was pretty bad. It's supposed to be a scary movie, but it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking of the... Um, the uh, Pol- not Amy Poehler, the other one. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a comedy. It was like Tina a... Fair? Don't they? Isn't there a movie that they do called Date Night? Or It's got... Um, it's got uh, the guy with the big nose, Steve Carell. And aren't they getting chased by like the mob or something? Pretty sure it's I called think Date so. Night. I don't know. Pretty sure it's called Date Night. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. And that's it for what I watched. I went to a Halloween party as Dorothy Spornak mm. from the Golden Girls. You guys look good. And I'm a little upset with you. Why? Because how long have we been friends? A long time. A long time. And you never told me. Was that you? No. That was a nasty little booger noise there. Um, <laughs> that you were friends with, I forget her name now. Huh? I texted you about it. The lady from Chucky. Um, the lady from Chucky? Blonde hair. She's Chucky's wife. Tiffany. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, you never told me you are friends with Jennifer Tilly. What are you talking about? The lady in that picture looks just like Jennifer Tilly. Oh, Aaron? I don't know. Oh, the one that was Blanche? The lady that was in between you and the man. Yeah. It was like a, a Tilly. Jennifer, why can't I remember her fucking name? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like really confused now what's going on. The lady looks <laughs> just like Jennifer Tilly. I'll have to look her up. I hmm. sent you a text and other people in our group thread commented on it. Yeah, how did drunk you know? I was that night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. I can't picture that because I don't think she looks like her. I'm telling you, dude. I don't have my phone. Maybe yes, it's just the picture. Yeah, she, maybe. I'll have to look. Maybe it's her hair because mm. she had that 80s wig on. You guys all looked really good. It um, took a while to get ready. I mean, they looked good. You look, you are an ugly woman, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't think he's an ugly woman? No. Jess. Thank you, Jessica. No, we were Romy and Michelle, and I thought he was very attractive. Here. I still have that way. Right here in the red. Are you ready? I got it. These pictures are weird. You can't just zoom in okay, on Okay, I see what you mean. She looks just like yeah. Jennifer Tilly. I see, yeah, a little bit. A little bit? A, a lot of bit. bit. Like, that is her. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up when we're done. She does a little bit in that picture with the darker hair. Yeah, she, yeah. she looks very 80s. Mm. <laughs> you guys do look really good. We went into That's the great. marathon like that. <laughs> did they know who you were? Uh, the the cashier did not, but a couple of customers were like, oh, Golden Girls. I saw um, like a group of like Scooby-Doo with yeah. the likes at Meyer last night. Okay, yeah, it does look like her. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Scooby-Doo lookalikes. Oh, I just saw them walk into Meyer last night. It was funny. We were trick-or-treating last night, and uh, there were two girls, probably high school girls, dressed as Velma and Daphne, mm. and Charlotte was dressed up like um, Aubrey from The Descendants, but so Charlotte was was done, dude. Like, we were halfway through. She was like, I want to go back. I'm tired of walking. She, like, walked on this long sidewalk, and she's walking back, and I saw those two girls walk toward her, so she, like, went by them, and she was like... Looking at them, looking at them, looking at them. They go by her. She goes, I like your costumes. And they're like, oh, thank you. And she comes back. And I was like, do you know who they were? And she was like, no. I'm like, well, that's funny. Like, we watched four Scooby-Doo movies yesterday. Like, I was like, that was the girls from Scooby-Doo. And then she was like, oh. I she was like mesmerized by these girls. It was weird. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. 
Yes. Oh, fuck, it is Halloween. It's actually Halloween today. Ooh. That's why we're going to record today. You have mm-hmm. to go early to go do um, whatever it is you do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The tricks and the, the tricks treats. And the, the treats. tricks and the treats and the candy and the stuff. What have you been up to, <laughs> Jess? You have a long list? I have a couple. Um, so I watched Christine. Is that your first watch? It was my first watch. <gasps> and? I liked it. Yeah, it's a I good movie. I liked it. It's actually really fucking creepy. Have Stephen you King it? directed it, didn't he? Um, Isn't that know. one of the few that he did? Maybe. Maybe. I've yeah. never seen it or read the book. Really? Mm-mm. Oh. It was good. Um, I don't know if you'll be into it. It doesn't seem like my kind of story. Because it's kind of like a little slow, yeah, like in the beginning. Very 80s. Yeah, very 80s. And I feel like if you're super into cars, you'd be super into this movie too. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not, which is why I've never watched it. Um, it was still good though. Yeah. Like I thought it was good, especially for the time. Like. Hmm. I thought it was really I'm good. surprised I haven't redone that one yet. Me too. I'm probably going to read the book for our book competition in, in uh, next year. So yes. if I read the book, I feel like I have to watch the movie. The movie's good. I like it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, I also watched Old Boy. Have you ever <laughs> oh, seen fuck that? With Josh Brolin? Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Uh, it's, it's a remake, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I think it was a Japanese movie. If I remember, it's not very good. It's just fucked up it's really really fucked up have you ever seen it no fucked up like how like like incest shit oh ew oh like game of thronesy um yeah <laughs> okay yeah all right i'm that's, in that's all i'm gonna say right about up josh's it. alley fucking, he likes incest it's pretty it's older i think it's early 2000s um but yeah it's fucked up what made you watch that um it just popped up oh i just saw it and i was like what the fuck is this i've never seen it elizabeth mm. olsen is in it oh i love her Maybe it is like mid 2000s. I don't know. I can't remember now. She's an underrated Olsen twin. Well, not now. Now she's very popular. But Is she older than them? I think so. maybe not. I'm not sure. I don't not think either. she is. I don't know. I'm going to say no. Okay. I don't know. I'm Me lying. Either. I could be wrong. I also watched Blades of Glory. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> With the super seductive split scene. Oh, my God. They like scissor each other. Mm. It's fucking hilarious. Scissoring is always fun. Oh, yeah. Have you scissored? No. Oh. Could you, if you were, never mind. I'm not even, not even <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> I think I know what you're thinking. Probably should not go that way. It, c- it wouldn't work? I don't think so. Okay. But yeah, that's about it. Oh, and House of Thousand Corpses. Mm, that's a great movie. Yeah. Actually, mm. uh, it's so great. We're going to talk about it. We're going to fucking talk about it. For the it. whole episode. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Seth's excited. Seth just isn't a Rob Zombie guy. I know. It's you have Rob Zombie people and you have people that are not Rob Zombie people. There's nobody in the middle. It's like Rob Zombie's a, a, okay. He's it's okay. true. It's either you true. love his stuff or you don't like it at all. I feel like you faltered on the other side of that line. Most of them, yes. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. you're not very smart. But I still love you. There's a fun fact about how he feels about this movie that no, might I'm surprise aware. you. It won't surprise me. I'm <laughs> well aware that he, he looks at it and says that it's a big mess. Mm-hmm. Jumbled up mess. And anyway, I watched, I, like you were saying, Glass House. I watched 13 Ghosts around the same time period as Glass Was House. Was it bad? Terrible movie. I remember. I used to love that. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Oh my god. Let's just stop recording and watch it right now. (laughs) Pop it. Uh, Yeah, not good. Matthew Lillard's okay in it, but other than that, it's. I like really liked it back then, but I probably haven't seen it since. Mm -hmm, Me too. It definitely. That's disappointing. It's not great. I used to think that Jackal was so fucking scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. That in so the scary. juggernaut, the juggernaut yeah. always creeped me out too. But mm, and then the Bummer. the big guy and the little mommy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 
I'm telling you. You should just watch it just for nostalgic purposes. But Abby and I watched it, and she was like, I don't remember this movie being this bad. And I'm like, mm. I don't either. Our tastes have changed. Well, and the acting, too. <laughs> yeah. You don't notice how bad like acting yes. is and how much it's like mm-hmm. progressed. And, or yeah. how fucking stupid the entire premise of the movie is. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty dumb. Because she's like, would you even go in this house? I'm like, nah, probably no. not. No. But, you know, Matthew Lillard was kind of at his height then. So you're like, ooh. Yeah. Hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, Shaggy. Can't be bad. And then it was. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, we watched Maleficent. Have you guys watched Maleficent? Mm-mm. Yes. It's really fucking good. good. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. But really? It's, it's really good. Well, maybe I'll watch it. Just super fucking like wicked and just like the effects in it are really mm, it's good. Really, have you seen the second one? Yes. We're watching that after we record. We're going to watch it. I haven't watched nice. that. My it's mom good. says that one is better than the first I one. I think it's better as hmm. well. Yeah, the whole story is really sad, actually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the story of how... Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Those are on Disney, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Disney yeah. Plus. You should watch it. I it's, saw them on there, but I was like, I don't know if these are going to be, like, too kid-like or... It's one of the better live-action movies, I think. I okay. saw it in theater. Oh, you did? Really of course you did. Of course you did. You fucking movie Basically snob. live there. I do. At the rain. I like the movies. Are you one of those people that has the monthly subscription for the tickets? Um, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I used to. I was part of the movie club, and you would get mm. like so many of them free. Mm-hmm. Weren't you and the one that would bring the popcorn bucket with you? Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. You poor soul. It's funny. I thought about you the other day when Abby and I went to see Scream because they don't do that anymore because mm-hmm. of the sanitary yeah. reasons. Like you can't bring your bucket, but now the popcorn's discounted. Yeah, it's like nine bucks for some popcorn. Like yeah, that shit is expensive. not discounted. Anyway, they were trying to get us to sign up for the movie thing, and I'm like, what fucking loser would sign up <laughs> for a monthly movie ticket? Well, now they're definitely trying to push it because mm-hmm. not as many people are mm-hmm. going to the movies. I actually saw a fucking commercial for AMC no. the other day. Yeah, wow. Nicole Kidman was in it, and she was talking about like, oh, this is where my love for movies started and like she sits down in an empty theater and she's just like talking about yeah, I guess if you went screen and the sounds, if you went to the movie all the time, you'd probably at least once probably a good deal. I will say I shouldn't have called those people losers. They're actually very intelligent if they go to the movies every month because it is mm-hmm. substantially cheaper. Yeah, if you do yeah. that and you, but we go to the movies like Abby and I were sitting there waiting for Scream to start and we were trying to figure out the last movie we went to see that wasn't a kids movie in person, and I'm pretty sure it was with you guys when we went to see It Chapter Two. Oh, oh God, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the last adult movie we went to see. That was so good. So good. So good. That's when Seth got up. Remember, he got up to go to the bathroom. I made the fart noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, God. <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, that was loud ass fart, mm. too. Everybody looked at you, too. I know. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> this is why we don't go to the movies. Yeah. Oh, dude, we have not good movie experience. We fell asleep during Godzilla. I don't know we were hungover, to be fair. I screamed out in anger at the last Avengers movie. That was embarrassing. You about pooped yourself at It Chapter Mm -hmm. 2. That was funny. Good times. Uh, Then a bunch of Scooby-Doo stuff that um, we've been watching. Yeah. Are those like new? Do they like make new Scooby-Doo's? They do. There's one that came out in 2020. Um... I think Bill Nye and Elvira are in it, helping them try to solve the mystery. Is it a cartoon or yes. is it a... Oh. Yes, we haven't watched that one yet. We watched um, the Mummy one, the Vampire one, the Campfire Tales one, and then... Are they as cheesy as like the 60s one? No, dude, they're actually really good. Are they? They're actually really good. I actually have a correlation here. I was, uh, I don't, we were already 30 minutes in, so I wasn't going to bring it up. But I think that because I was a kid and loved Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. and they're like, mm-hmm. who done it? Things. I wonder yeah. if that's also why I like Scream so much. Could be. 
it like went into it. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I'd like to figure out who this is. And for the record, I figured out both of the ones earlier today. Okay. <laughs> Charlotte was like, damn, dad. It was Van Helsing. You were right. He was trying to get his book sales up. I'm like, well, shit, man, hire me. I feel like in the old ones, it was always like the janitor. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They always had a motive, though. Mm-hmm. You can figure it out if you can figure out what the motive yeah. is. Yeah. It's always the person that has the motive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Whatever, Seth. Um, do you guys have great answers for your truth and no dare sections? Mm, they're mediocre at best. Yeah, mine are all right. Okay, let's do it. Truth no dare. I'll read the first one. Answer it. We're rotating clockwise rotation because just like clockwise rotations. Oddest things happened to you at a family dinner you attended. Um, when I was a kid, we were at Christmas and one of my cousins stole some money from my grandparents and she, my grandmother, who doesn't listen to this. So I think I can tell this story. I won't tell which cousin it was. Uh, she asked him and he lied and said he didn't steal. So then she proceeded to strip search him in front of everybody right in the middle of a thing oh. and found her money. Oh, shit. Awkward, right? Fucking yeah. get it, Grammy. Get it, Granny, Granny, get it, Granny, get it. You're up. I didn't have one. <laughs> you just said you had good answers. I said mediocre at best. <laughs> because we don't like have extended family we eat dinner with. It's just my oh, parents. that's true. So we have like fun drunk dinners, not awkward, weird ones. Where people get strip searched for right. money. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So mine actually happened with my grandma as well. Um, we were at her house for Christmas. And Shit. we were having dinner, and she whipped out a bag of weed. Your grandma? Yes. Was she, like, passing it around? She was giving it away as a present. No. I won't say who she was giving it to, but yeah. You didn't get any? <laughs> no. Were you like, Granny? I was too little at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, Grandma was uh, the weed dealer, The weirdest part of that whole story is that she was, like, hovering above that rocking chair when she did it, right? Because isn't your grandmother a ghost? <laughs> that was uh, pre Oh. Passing, so yeah. Sorry. So maybe <laughs> she's smoking weed above the rocking chair. Or dead grandma <laughs> jokes round upon. <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. Not with me. You never I, know. You never know. How long does it take you to get ready for a date? Mm. Uh, it depends. Like, are we doing anal? Are we not? There's more <laughs> prep work involved. What? Um. Yeah, if you're gonna have butt sex, you got to kind of prepare for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, then it doesn't take me that long. <laughs> <sighs> so many so questions. How long, so how long does it take you to get ready for if that? You, if you're having butt sex, mm. oh, probably an hour at least. Wow. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you like mopping it out? Uh, some people like to douche before you're gonna, you know, do that with water or like uh, like an chloroform enema thing. Mm. It's pretty common. And you just like <laughs> sit over the toilet. Are you as yeah. amazed by this as I am? Yeah. No, you clean it out before someone rails you up there. Then you eat dinner, <laughs> or do you not eat dinner? Yeah, you can eat dinner. You do eat dinner. But you better not have like Mexican. Yeah, or you're not gonna shit. have like beans or something. Mm. You can eat some like some fish or a vegetarian meal. Yeah. Something light. What are you doing? Are you looking up douche? Charlotte's calling <laughs> oh. me. No. Um douche. <laughs> <laughs> well, um huh. I just thought that was common knowledge. Well now you know. Why wouldn't you do it before dinner so you could eat? You do, you do it before you like leave. No 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 no. The railing. Like, hey man, let's get this over with so we can eat dinner. I don't know. <laughs> It's not like you, know you digest I mean? your food instantly. Like, hey, bub, I don't want a salad. And I'm thinking pizza or a bratwurst. Can we just get this done? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could go that way if you want, if you're worried about it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But not, you know, some people don't do it. If you don't care if you get a little poo dick, then <laughs> <laughs> you don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I gave somebody poo dick once. They were pretty mad at me about it. You gave them that? Yeah, they got poo on their teeth. Oh, my God. Uh, Hang on. They had a condom on, though, so it really wasn't on the penis. (laughs) Just going to pass out over here. (laughs) You okay? I'm not. I'm sweating. Yeah, some people don't care about the poo dick. Did he finish? Uh-huh. <laughs> he g- Same poo dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that's what's making her laugh. Did he get mad? Mm-hmm. Like he yelled at you. He was like upset about it. I'm like sorry. <laughs> I supposed like, to do about it. <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> it takes me usually about an hour, <laughs> hour like half hour to get ready. I'm in shock, dude. Oh, God. Was this a boyfriend? <laughs> Uh, not a serious one. And he got mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out. Oh, oh goodness. shit, dude. We're going to... Um... <laughs> um, yeah, half hour, hour for me. Nope. <laughs> Sho- it depends on if I'm like showering or, oh, or if I've already showered earlier in the day. I thought you were going to say it depends on if I'm doing anal. And if you had said <laughs> it, I probably would have had to pause to no. take a break. I'm sorry. No. <clears throat> Very normal, just fucking putting makeup on and shit. So. Yeah. No douching and mm-hmm. anal cleansing. You don't have to clean your area for, you know. I mean, well, that's what the shower would be for. <laughs> take, some, <laughs> take some Lever 2000 to it. Make sure it's yep. nice and clean. So when he got mad, did you? What did you? Did he, did he yell at you? He was like, "Man, I don't fucking remember." Did he throw the condom at you? No, no. Oh, that'd be rude. I mean, I feel like it's a little mad for him. I mean, you're playing in the sandbox. If you get some sand it's on, it's to be expected that that could happen. Yeah, so. I would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. Wow. This is riveting. Um. What's the question? I'm like so flustered. How long does it take you to get ready for a date? Like 30 minutes. I shower and put a baseball hat on, so I don't. Okay. It doesn't take long at all. Um, is it my read? Your read, are Jessica's. You, are you naturally insecure? Hmm. No. You're not. I'm gonna say no. I would gather that about you. You seem very confident. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I I guess like it with time, maybe like when I was in high school, I might have been a little like insecure or something, but I still no. You don't think it's bled over into your adult life? No. Hmm. No. Interesting. I just don't care anymore, you know? Yeah. Once you hit that point, there's no going back. Mm. <laughs> I think as a kid, I was insecure, but I was also like really skinny and had really messed up teeth. So I wasn't like the, you know, the fucking astonishing looking stallion that I am today. Yeah, it's not the <laughs> hot piece of ass you are now. No, poo dick ass. Um, <laughs> poo dick ass. <laughs> No, probably when I was a kid, yeah. But I, th- I wonder though if I overcompensate now because I was insecure as a kid. Because mm. mm, maybe I feel like I'm overly confident sometimes. Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. Borderline arrogant. So yeah. then it would be a yes to this question for you. Yeah, I think so. Are you trying to push me through my question? I'm just wondering. I think yes. I'm I th- trying to figure. I don't out. think I am now. I think I was, which has led to me being overly confident now. I feel like everybody okay. was though in high school. Yeah. You think so? To an extent. I think a lot of people just pretended like they weren't. But mm. hmm. What about you? Yeah, I just don't care anymore. You just don't care at all? <laughs> no. Like when you gave the guy the poo dick. Poo dick. 
I still don't like doing like large presentations in front of a bunch of people, but mm. you know. see, I don't mind it at all. I hate it. I don't think that that would be like insecure though, as much as just like nerves. Yeah, maybe. I hate doing that shit. Mm. Doesn't bother me at all to do them. I actually enjoy them. Like you get a rush when you're done. Yeah, I don't. How? Okay. What's the most amount of people you've spoken in front of? Probably two hundred. Mm. Live or on Live. Zoom? It was at one of those sales conferences. Ooh. I had to do it twice. Yeah, it was awful. You hated it? Yes. Really? Were you like real nervous? I was nervous for probably like a week before. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Not my thing. Yeah. Was that it? That was it, girlfriend. That's that it? wraps up Truth No Dare. All right, getting lit and talk to you at Scary Movie Discussion. Our movie this episode is House of a Thousand Corpses. My pick. <sighs> We've all watched this together, I think, before. So this is definitely yeah. not our first watch. No, I've definitely seen it several times. Do you remember your first watch of this movie? Mm-mm. Not at all. a long all? time ago. Was it with me? No. 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 Mm. Do you remember your first watch of this movie? Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it with my brothers. Ooh. Um, like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably like 2004. Like it had been out for like mm, gotcha. a year or so. Um, I just remember it was one of the craziest fucking things I had seen at that time. Wild ride. Like I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember it being gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like definitely different than anything I had seen. I was like, wow. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I was blown away a little bit. I was, she was like, blown. what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I don't remember my first watch. I think I've always loved this movie, but I don't remember my first watch of it. I think I liked it so much because it was so weird mm-hmm. and different yeah. and gross. Yeah. Which I like all of those things. It's very gross. Very, very gross. Mm-hmm. Very hard to get an R rating for this movie. Which is part of the problem it had getting released, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure you'll talk about with fun facts with Seth. I'm gonna try really hard not to steal any fun facts with Seth. Okay, it might be really hard for me not to though. Okay, okay, I'm just saying. We'll just skip <laughs> those ones. We don't have to skip. Oh, the mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just say, hey man, what the fuck? The dude? fuck, dude? No, I love the movie, um, and I think I've always liked it. But uh, our characters are Sherry Moon Zombie as Baby Firefly, Sid Hag as Captain Spaulding, Bill Mosley as Otis Driftwood. Chris Hardwick played Jerry, and Rain Wilson played Bill. There's a bunch of other people that I'm not going to go into, but those are the main characters, I think, uh, for this discussion. Director, none other than Rob Zombie, one of my favorite horror directors, possibly my favorite horror director. He's done the Firefly trilogy, which is this movie, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell. He's also done 31, Halloween 1 and 2, and Lords of Salem, which we just did. Yeah. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Maybe I am. I could be. Budget was $7 million. It did $16.8 million at the box office. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? Two young couples traveling across the backwoods of Texas searching for urban legends of murder end up as prisoners of a bizarre and sadistic backwater family of serial killers. Wow. You did a great job. I thank you. I mean, like a really great job. Thanks. It would have been better if you baby Firefly laughed, but it's okay. We can get through that. Okay. No, we don't need that. <laughs> I don't know why you hate it so much. Pull over. Scene one, opening scene. Captain Spaulding Museum of Monsters and Mad Men. After a brief commercial for Dr. Wolfenstein and Captain Spaulding's museum, we cut to October 30th, 1977 in Captain Spaulding's gas station. Two masked men attempt to rob Spaulding, but he isn't intimidated by them at all. Um, and then he starts to talk shit to the men. 
And as they are trying to rob him, he continues to talk shit, making them angry and uncomfortable. Spalding is a customer. He had a customer who was in the bathroom. He comes out and recognizes one of the men, causing the man to fumble his mask and drop it. Just then, another masked person runs in and kills one of the robbers. As Spalding pulls out a gun and shoots the other, stepping on his face and saying, and most of all, fuck you shooting him in the face multiple times as the camera fades to black we hear spalding complaining that they got blood on his best clown outfit cut to a series of videos in rob zombie's house of a thousand corpses playing over the video okay this is our first introduction to captain spalding seth i know you don't like this movie but what was your thoughts on just captain spalding i actually think it's kind of funny yeah he's kind of gross looking though like he looks like a burnout clown for sure yeah like he maybe was in a circus or something like what clowns actually probably look like with all their shit off yeah his mouth is gross he had like shit on his teeth and like yeah that is one of the things i love about these movies is that he fully commits like these movies are disgusting and gross like their teeth are all all of their Mm -hmm. teeth are nasty with many babies aren't and all the shots are like very close to his face Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. you're like back up which i think he does on purpose so that you really see how gross these people mm. are but like their shirts all have sweat stains on mm. them and like the, it's just nasty yeah which i do like i think captain spaulding's fucking hilarious yeah, i feel like so that, funny i feel like that's how i would talk if i was a clown running a gas station you think so yeah there's a lot of god damn it and <laughs> well one fried of the chicken things, so damn good so damn good one of the things people complain about is the dialogue in rob zombie's movies but i i mean yeah it's a little over the top but i have been around people that talk like this Mm -hmm. so it's not really that it may not be normal for most people which is why maybe it's seems over the top it just sounds like a grouchy old man like everybody sounds like that in the south yeah i I really (laughs) i really think so it's legit Mm -hmm. yeah this is how people talk Mm -hmm. um i think this scene is so great though because it sets the pace for the entire movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because like it comes right out of it comes out of the gate swinging for the fences it does i love that store like it's just so like gritty Mm -hmm. and like i don't know it's gross yeah the whole movie it's like texas chainsaw it's gross gross. it makes you feel nasty when you watch this movie Mm -hmm. well the store is actually pretty clean compared to the house yeah yes yeah I just like all the neon signs and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's just really, I don't know, it's cool. It's over the top for sure. Um, and these robbers are fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I think they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're dumb. But I also love that Spaulding doesn't back down from them whatsoever. I know. He puts his hands up, but he's like flipping them off like backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's great. I think he's hilarious. Um, yeah, but this scene definitely sets the pace for the entire movie. Um all right, scene two, Jesus Christ, Jerry. We meet Jerry, Bill, Denise, and Mary, who run out of gas and pull into Spalding's gas station. They all go in to see Spalding's crazy store where he has odd items inside. Spalding talks to Bill, and after a bunch of dumb questions, he asks him why he's asking so many jackassy questions. The group are writing a book about offbeat roadside attractions while traveling across the country. Spalding messes with Bill, accusing him of thinking of all that all backwoods hicks have no education, making Bill very uncomfortable. The group go on Spalding's murder ride learning about Dr. Satan who wanted to make a super race of humans vigilante justice to take over he ended up being hung by a tree but his body was fa- never found it was missing so he wanted to create a race of superhumans, and then the I'm guessing townspeople is where the vigilante justice comes into play and they killed him 
<laughs> or so they think. Denise calls home, checking on her, checking in with her dad. We see on the TV her dad's watching the the five cheerleaders have went missing and have not been found. Jerry begs Captain Spalding for directions to the Satan tree where Doctor Satan was hung. He gets his free chicken in the group leave. Okay, so inside the store, all of these weird items. Mm-hmm. Based on what we see later, do you guys think that these items in that store are potentially creations of Otis's? Yes. You yeah. think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%? Yes. yes. I think so too. Yeah. I think if you haven't watched this movie multiple times, you may not catch that. Probably not. Your yeah. first watch, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I really like the scene, the, the part in the scene where he's like messing with Bill and then, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Rain Wilson does a really good job of, like, looking like he's like, oh, should I really piss this yeah. guy off? And then it, he's obviously joking. That's very uncomfortable for a minute. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It is, mm-hmm. which I don't think, no, which, honestly, let's be honest, that these gas station scenes happen in all sorts of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's generally how the people act when mm-hmm. they go in, is they act like those people are stupid and dumb, mm-hmm. but you don't really see the other people kind of go out back at them, mm-hmm. which I, I kind of enjoyed. Um, this fucking murder ride. <laughs> I call the dude has to push the car. I fucking love it. Yeah. I would love to go through some shit like that. He does a really good job commentating the murder ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that shitty Scooby Doo ride at uh, Kings Island. Yeah. Except that <laughs> one, kinda like that. At least that one's automated. I guess you don't have this old dude like pushing you behind it. Oh, the Smurfs Enchanted Voyage. <laughs> That's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Then it was the... Yeah. It was um, like a water... It was like a boat ride. Didn't you like shoot ghosts or something? Yeah. Well, it was the... Um, yes, it was the Smurf thing. Then it was the um, Phantom of the Opera or something. And mm-hmm. then it was Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Now it's Scooby-Doo, I think. Like Ghost Blasters mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Yeah, and you got points for... Sh- I don't think that thing really works, though. I like the Smurf one the best. <laughs> <laughs> so you would go on this ride? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I probably would. I don't know if I would or not. I don't know. If I was with a group, maybe. I definitely wouldn't go by myself. I like how that dude that's pushing the cart through the ride is like smelling her hair and stuff. And she, she thinks it's the guy. <laughs> so crazy. Did you see he had like a hippie shirt on that said like love or something yeah. on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that's something he stole off of a I would victim or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. One thing about this movie is too, it's really funny. Oh, yeah. Like the parts whole movie it, yeah. is funny. Yeah. You just think parts of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your humor's not as sadistic as mine, I guess. No, but like when he's describing the Dr. Satan stuff, like I hate medical torture things. Mm. It just grosses me out. Mm. Like it's just, ugh. Did you notice that the um, news anchor when her dad is watching TV, that's Bill Mosley playing the news anchor? I did not realize that. Yeah. So the same actor that plays Otis is playing the news anchor on TV. That's funny. I just remember looking at it and thinking, I wonder who that is. <laughs> he looks familiar. Like, Yeah. So these five dead cheerleaders, they come into play later, but... Um, five missing. Yeah, five, well, um, yeah, missing, sure. <laughs> Anything else about this scene before we jump into the next one? Mm-mm. Nothing? No. Scene three, hello, baby the hitchhiker. In the rain, the group stop for a hitchhiker. It's baby Firefly, Sherry Moon Zombie. She tells them where the tree of Dr. Satan is, and she gets in the car. As they drive, someone shoots out their tires. We find out that they have no spare. Baby tells them her house is close, and her brother has a tow truck. Cut to the Firefly house, where we meet Otis, talking to the tied-up cheerleaders about his purpose in life. Bill and Baby make it to her house. She tells her brother or, uh, tells him that her brother already left and invites him inside. Jerry, Denise, and Mary get towed after a scare from RJ, or Rufus, the brother. 
Back at the house, Bill is dressed in dry clothes. Baby tells him that her brother Otis is somewhere around there, and Baby gives Bill hot cocoa in her pajamas that are way too small. Bill keeps scooting away as Baby clearly is hitting on him just as the others arrive, and she looks annoyed. Okay, so before we get to the house... Jesus uh, Christ, Jerry! (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I think the dialogue back and forth between Jerry and Bill is great. Mm -hmm. They're really funny. Yeah. And that's probably in that situation. I would... That's how you and I would probably... Probably. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. You forgot the spare? Yeah. Probably. He filled it up. He just forgot to put it in the trunk. That would be you forgetting the spare. Probably probably true. I feel like the girls... I feel like the girls are annoying, though. Like, nobody... They are. Like, I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I feel like Jerry and Bill don't like them either. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like you're not supposed to like them because of the way this movie is. Like you're supposed to like the bad guys in this movie, Mm -hmm. which is how he wrote the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've listened to and watched interviews with him and his, when he was a kid, his favorite movies were like the monster movies where you kind of root for the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how he wrote this in mind with that in mind that you're supposed to like the bad guys. Hmm. But um, I like Otis's long-winded speeches and dialogue that he gives in all of these movies, all three of them. Uh, I think Bill Mosley does an excellent job of delivering those lines and coming off as... I, I wonder if he watched like Charles Manson videos and that's where he got that Probably. inspiration. It's fucking creepy. It really is. <laughs> and the way they're shot makes it look like he's making home movies. Yeah. yeah see, I didn't really like the cut scenes like that. You didn't like them at I all? I feel like it made the movie feel cheap. Okay. Because like the rest of it feels like good quality, and every mm-hmm. time we cut to those weird kind of psychedelic, I'm like, this makes it feel like a low budget movie. Why? Well, I, I wondered though if that's what the what he was trying to. Because if you look at like Maybe. it's heavily influenced by Texas Chainsaw, and that's yeah. a very low budget, mm-hmm. gritty, grimy movie. Yeah. I wonder if that's. We it's also just, have to consider this is his first movie, right? Yeah. That he's ever made. It just kind of took me out of it whenever they did that. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people complain that it reminds of like music videos, which his music videos yeah, does. are very similar to mm-hmm. this. And the whole thing is shot like a music video, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But so you didn't like when he would go on those long winded rants and it was like. It wasn't necessarily that, but you know how there's a like cut several cut scenes where we go and it's like her dancing around and like yeah. it just felt, which there was a fun fact about how those were filmed, but mm-hmm. it, I just, it took me out of the movie. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. I think a lot of people dislike those. Um, she was clearly trying to have sex with, maybe not have sex with, but she was definitely hitting on, oh, yeah. on Bill who yeah. ends up dressed in bibs and a flannel, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and her ass was hanging out again. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. But God, I cannot stand her voice or laugh in this. Really? So I annoying. love it. So annoying. It's so sadistic. Ugh. I just think, yeah, it's so different. Like, I hadn't seen anything like that mm-hmm. up to that point. And still haven't with that fucking laugh. Like, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Well, we talked about it during the uh, original Evil Dead movie we discussed. Mm-hmm. And remember, I, she had to have gotten some sort of inspiration from... Um, yeah. What the hell was that girl's name? I don't remember. No, oh, it was like Tiffany or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Damn it. She was the girlfriend, but she would just like sit on the floor and laugh. It sounds yeah. very mm-hmm. eerily similar mm-hmm. to that, which I think I like it because I think it's it's sadistic. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Like makes me want to punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bring it up later because I have a theory on all three, this whole trilogy, which we'll talk about toward the end. But um, I think that laugh and stuff plays into that. But uh, okay. Scene four. We ain't got no phone. All back together. Baby watches TV with Bill's glasses on. 
the group is back together, I should say, the four kids. Uh, she has Bill's glasses on. Mother Firefly hits on Jerry and sends Baby to check on their vehicle. All of the kids are rude to Mother, making fun of them, making fun of the whole family, and the kids get upset about how long it's taken to get their car fixed. The four kids sit at the table for their Halloween dinner as they introduce to they're introduced to Tiny, a giant deformed man wearing a mask. Mama Firefly tells Tiny to get Grandpa and tells the kids that her husband Earl tried to save them all by lighting the house on fire. Tiny was burned badly in the fire. We see film of a masked man burning Tiny. Mother tells them Tiny will uh, warm up to them, especially the ladies. He's a real lady killer. Cut the baby getting ready for the night's events and talking to a cheerleader tied up in her bed. One's dead, one's still alive. At dinner, Mama Firefly makes the group put on masks to eat their dessert. Jerry asks her about Dr. Satan. Otis comes down for dinner and discusses Dr. Satan with the group. A bell rings and Grandpa tells them that it's showtime, which is basically a talent show that the group puts on. Grandpa does terrible stand-up. Baby Lip sinks to uh, I Want to Be Loved by You by Helen Kane. As she walks by the group singing, both of the girls make faces at her. She sits on Bill's lap when Mary shoves her to the ground, calling her a slut and a whore. Baby jumps up, pulls a knife out of her hair, and tells them she shouldn't have done that. Their brother comes uh, Their brother comes in, opens the door, and tells them that their car's done. Mama tells them it'd be best if they left. Okay, so hey, this is our dinner scene for our theme for the month. Yeah. <clears throat> I said Jess is totally... Mother, mother, firefly. I love her. In twenty years, I love <laughs> she's her. so weird. She's so weird, but like so funny. Yeah, like I don't know. This Freaky. is where I have the note. These kids are kind of assholes, considering these people are really trying to help them, or so they think. At Legitimately, this point. yeah. Like they're, they're mad the car's not done yet. The girls do nothing but roll their eyes and say mean shit to baby, mm-hmm. and then they're making fun of the mom for being a hillbilly. Mm-hmm. They had it coming. Yeah. I love, though, the, the subtle hints that all of them give about how they're going to fuck these people up, though. Yeah. Because if they mm-hmm. get to the house and he's like, she has, I didn't even talk about this, but baby has all, she said she used to cut the arms and legs off of her babies and <laughs> yeah. hang them from the thing. Mm-hmm. And he says that, oh, this house is creepy. And she's like, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. And then uh, Tiny's a real lady killer. Mm-hmm. And then I forget what else she says to him, but there's like subtle hints that they're going to mess these people up. Yeah. Which they have no idea what's yeah. coming obviously so do you think they were eating people at dinner oh, i didn't think about that they never I showed it but i was like i wonder if they're feeding them like when human. you brought that fucking like fetus thingy mm-hmm. i it oh, crossed yeah. my mind yeah i was like mm. maybe but don't they have chickens and stuff yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i don't know that they're cannibals I definitely sadists but i don't know that they're cannibals yeah, i guess it doesn't say it wouldn't be surprising though, because I mean, Text Chainsaw, they're mm-hmm. cannibals, and this is heavily influenced by Text Chainsaw. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know if. Captain Spalding was talking about somebody being a cannibal in the beginning. Who was that? Oh, it was on in, the murder ride. Yeah, um, it was on the murder ride. Mm-hmm. Um, the butcher dude. Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't remember the name. Yeah, Ed Gein. I think it was Ed Gein. Okay. It's the guy with the chopper. Chop, chop, okay. chop, chop. But he was the one that was having sex with him, right? No, Ed Gein is. I think he was a cannibal. Then he made lamps and stuff out of their skin. He's an actual person. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, how bad do you think it smelled in this house? Mm. Probably really bad. I always have to ask. And it looks super dirty. I mean, there's Mm. dead people everywhere. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like everywhere, everywhere, alive and dead people. I don't know what dead people smell like, but I imagine it's not great. Just chilling in her room. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to stink. You'd think they would smell it when they walked in, though. Yeah. Right? One thing about this movie, I think, that gets overlooked is that this movie takes place... This is on the 30th, which is the day before Halloween, but 
essentially they're doing their Halloween ritual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think gets overlooked. Um, so I don't know that these people act this way all the time. I think this is like their Halloween, which we see with the stage play they do or the stand-up comedy thing, which is pretty... Well, I took it as it was a once-a-year mm-hmm. event, especially with what happens later. Right. And do you think Spalding was sending them to this? Probably. You think so? Based on the ending. Yeah. I mean, he tried not to, though. Yeah. See, I think so, too. I think he was just like, fuck it. They want to go so bad, then they can go ch- see it. Right. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it was like directly like he would have done it. Like if they would have, wouldn't have pushed him, he wouldn't have sent him yeah. well, maybe that not. way. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they were going to use the cheerleaders for it. and Because then... he made him the map and they didn't even get that far until they came across her right. hitchhiking. So right. I think she was just out there trying to get whoever. Mm, that's true. Uh, yeah. And then I, I again during this like these kids are honestly real dickheads to this family like the whole time like when she shoves her down and calls her a slut and a whore mm-hmm. which i fucking love because she like snaps right out of her performance and she's like you shouldn't have done that or just she's gonna cut her tits off and stick them to the wall <laughs> what'd you think of the stand-up comedy it was bad it wasn't great this whole show was fucking weird i think that's the point of it yeah, to make you feel uncomfortable yeah yeah is that what you're gonna say yep yeah and it does it does yeah you don't even like baby's performance. Because hmm. that's like an awful version of that song. It's like whiny and annoying. Well, she's not singing it. I know, but like they oh. picked like the most annoying version of that song that they could. Mm. And you didn't find it creepy or anything? Mm-mm. Hmm. I just don't like her character. I just don't. Oh, I don't know. how. She's one of my favorites. Mm-mm. I think she's so creepy. She's one of the more creepy ones because she just seems like the most fucking insane. For sure. And she's now, I don't know, again, I have a theory on this whole, this whole trilogy, but like she's able to go, it's almost like she's playing a character. Like she goes in and out of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like you see her dancing like that at the beginning when she's like sitting around with the hot cocoa and the glasses on, she's acting like a kid. Mm-hmm. And then she does this and then she snaps out of it and is immediately like pissed off and grabs the knife. And you see later in the movie where she's chasing the girl down. Mm-hmm. But she has like multiple personalities throughout all of these movies. Even in Reject, she mm-hmm. acts completely different, but okay uh scene five no escape the kids run through the rain to their car before they pull away baby appears in the window yelling they take off to the gate but it's closed bill gets out to open it and is attacked by a masked scarecrow who uh, there's two of them they end up being tiny and otis otis beats bill with a bat tiny knocks out jerry on top of the hood of the car and then the girls are pulled out of the car the next morning october 31st rufus tows the truck away and we see denise's dad calling around trying to find her cut to mary tied up and otis calling her a malibu barbie asking her if she's ever worked in her life we get to a clip of otis and baby torturing bill cutting off his hand and teasing him with it otis shows mary that he's turned bill into fish boy a half man half fish so I like this attack scene a lot. I think the score for it is great, which gets, I think gets overlooked. If you're not paying attention to it, you don't hear how great the score is. But I also think it's shot really well. It's shot. Yeah, I'm just like annoyed with the characters in this. Which characters? The kids? Yeah, like just drive through the damn gate. Mm. First off. And then right. the girls like just sit in the back seat and scream. Like get in the front and drive the fucking car or yeah. do something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they're panicked. Yeah. I also don't think they thought these people were going to attack them the way they did. Maybe. I don't know. Because, again, they think they're stupid hillbillies, so they're probably not like, oh, these guys are elaborate killing machines that have this whole thing planned out. 
I definitely would have thought something yeah. was up. These are more than just like <laughs> stupid hillbillies with like the way their house was and the yeah. gross fetus in the jar. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's a little mm-hmm. bit more than just, you know. I agree with that. So you didn't like that scene either? I was just mad at the characters. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they didn't do anything to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Again, at this point, I don't like these people. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I kind of like that they got what they got. Yeah. I don't hate the dudes though. The the Jerry and Bill? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, the dialogue between Otis and Mary, where earlier we saw the kids were stereotyping the Firefly family, calling them hillbillies, uneducated, etc. But now you see where Otis is stereotyping her as this Malibu Barbie who's never mm-hmm. worked a day in her life. I thought that was pretty ironic and delivered. Well, I love Otis's lines and all in this movie. I just think mm-hmm. he's fucking creepy and weird. Do you like the kissing scene? Wasn't a big fan of the kissing scene. It was a big open mouth kiss. Mm -hmm. So this is where I have the note that do you think that like fish boy and the crocodile man, those are all Otis's stuff that Spalding is displaying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you get the, um, it was at the dinner scene, but did you get the feeling that Otis doesn't like Captain Spalding? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He calls him a bunch of shit. I for, that old something or other. Mm-hmm. I forget what he calls him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. They got the feeling that they, he did not like him. Right. But, okay, so it wasn't just me. But yeah, I also think that those are probably shit that, but do you think that would smell or something? Like, how do you change. not? <laughs> what? The fish boy? The crocodile man, the fish mm-hmm. boy, all that shit. I don't know. Maybe he's embalming them or something. Who knows? Probably. Um, it's a pretty good artwork, really, when you think about mm-hmm. it, Seth. How about the cut scenes, though, where they, like, have him tied up and they cut off his hand and they're, like, touching it on his face? Mm. Mm. Could you imagine? No. (sighs) Mm. Scene six, sheriff on duty. Two sheriffs arrive at Spaulding's who come out. (laughs) He comes out in a pig. It says pigs is beautiful on his shirt, which I thought was hilarious. He tells them they were uh, there at the kids were there asking questions the night before about dr satan he wrote them directions to the tree and the cops want the same directions the niece has dreams of dr satan's grave underneath a tree and is awoken from a nightmare herself of herself inside of a tunnel she's tied to a bed in the basement where tiny brings down cereal he offers her some and then lets her go waving as she walks away otis arrives immediately throws her in a cage where we see the remaining cheerleaders that jump on top of her that are all we're all inside of the cage the sheriffs uh find bill's car with a dead cheerleader in the back of it that has trick and treat carved in the leg i think it was her legs her stomach and her legs uh we see jerry tied to a chair in baby's room she cuts his hair and tells him if he answers her question correctly she'll let him go he answers wrong and she starts to scalp him which is a great scene. De- Denise's dad now works with the sheriffs and the three of them arrive at the Firefly house. Mama Firefly uh, gets Otis. He tells her to play nice and he'll go around back and take care of business and take control like he always does. Denise's dad and the younger sheriff walk around to find a room of shoes and a dog tied up. Sheriff Wydell goes in the house or he goes up to the front and he talks to Mama Firefly. She invites him in. Denise and uh, Denise's dad and the young officer open a barn door to find Denise tied up with dead cheerleaders all around her. The young uh, sheriff walkies Wydell but only distracts him as Mama Firefly shoots him in the neck. Otis shoots Denise's dad in the back, killing him as he sees flashbacks of Christmas with his family. He makes the young officer get on his knees, points the gun to his head, and the camera pans out as he shoots him dead. Whoa. Little more cushion for the pushing. Dude, he is so funny. (laughs) He is funny at this. That whole scene with him and the sheriff going back and forth was good, but... Mm -hmm. This is where I notice his gross teeth. 
Well, they make a point of showing. Yeah, right? I was like really close. I'm like, what? Um, when Tiny comes down and is eating that bowl of cereal, it's like falling out of his mouth. Did you notice his... it was like a dog food bowl he was eating out of? Yes. Mm. And I, at first I was like, is that, that? I was like, I always thought it was cereal. But then during this watch, I was like, maybe that is dog food. But I, it's mm. Wheaties or something. Because he, yeah, he brings kinda... the box down. Did you like his t-shirt? What did it say? Cheap ass Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I could see you wearing that. Yeah. I could see you doing it. It's efficient. It. Mm. Um, so when she goes, gets thrown in the cage, why do the cheerleaders like attack her? Is I that what happened? I was going to rewind it, but I didn't. Yeah, they like jump yeah. on top yeah. of her. I don't know if they were going to like maybe eat her or if they thought she... Okay. I really don't know why they attack her, but they definitely did. Because they didn't really like show any more about that. And mm-hmm. I was like, what was going on there? Well, she's tied up later, right? That's her in the barn, I believe. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe they okay. just... Maybe know. something got cut that Did happened. you notice, and this will come into play later, I think, at least in my opinion it does, Um. where she's like, has that dream where she sees Dr. Satan's lab and she's in the mm-hmm. tunnel. That's definitely foreshadowing something, which we'll we'll talk more about later. Foreshad. Force, foreskin. Uh, what about the Jerry baby scene? What did you guys think of that? I did not care for it. <laughs> no. I don't like watching people being scalped, first of all. It's gross. Mm. I love how she's like, if you answer my question correctly, I'll let you go. And then she asks him who her favorite actress is. And he says Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, has to think about it. She's I like, know. ah. Like, so she really didn't. She was not going to let him no. go, obviously. But I love it. <laughs> you just don't like Baby. Mm. I still like that. I thought that was fucked up. It was yeah. a good scene. I like it, too. Which it didn't kill him. You see him later, which is another great scene. Um, this kind of borders on my grossness tolerance. There's also cut. Yeah, I forgot you're not into gore, which probably plays into this heavily. But um, so there's more cut scenes during these scenes, and it's footage. It looks like camcorder, old camcorder mm-hmm. footage of Baby and Otis, like making their own like documentary or. Mm-hmm. Which I think plays into my theory uh, that these people are playing characters, which we'll talk about later. Um, but you guys did notice that scene and mm-hmm. think it looks like home video mm-hmm. footage. Yes, very much so. Other thing I love about the scene is that like Mama Firefly comes and she's freaking out. Oh, it's like, okay, you play nice up front. I'll go around back and take care of business. And the grandpa is just sitting there watching. He's keep eating. Like, this is totally <laughs> yeah. normal. He's not affected by this whatsoever. So clearly this happens a lot. Um, the scene with the dad, I think it's shot really well. It's and sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. The look on his face is like pure. He does a great job of like just looking shocked. Mm-hmm. And then it's all in slow motion. And like you kind of take in what he's taking in as he's taking it in. He's like his daughter's tied up. There's all these dead cheerleaders around. Mm-hmm. Like how fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like could you like you would have no way to fathom how like that at all. No. And then boom, like actually right seeing it. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Is he supposed to be like a retired cop? Yes. Okay. Cause I was like, why would he be on like there yeah. with the police? But I'm like, maybe he's a retired. Well, the um, sheriff, cause those two are deputies. I don't think they're sheriffs or maybe yeah. they are. I think they, they're deputies, but the older guy, which the dad calls is the sheriff, I believe. And that's why he sends them out with the two that go to the house. I was fucking dying when Walton Goggins' character was talking about getting bit by a Dude. cocker spaniel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking.
fucking remember seeing that part, but I was mm-hmm. laughing so hard because they're like going around back and he's like, no, yeah. seriously though, yeah. I got bit by this cocker spaniel when I was little and Dude. it like fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have a note. Walton Goggins was hilarious in the scene talking about being bit by a dog. Mm. Dude, it's so funny. His death though. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Because it was like such a long drawn pan out, out pan out with no just silent well yeah. he uh rob zombie said that when they like uh premiered the movie the people in the theater thought the film had broken or that the movie was paused because it's pretty long the, mm-hmm. there's just such a long drawn out it's probably the scene. most like tense kill in the movie where you're like because you're like no it's gonna happen yeah waiting for it well the whole thing is just so crazy because Mm -hmm. they open that barn door there you see the cheerleader the daughter the dad gets shot Mm -hmm. and then he makes him get on his knees and it's just yeah i like otis's cowboy hat though (laughs) i could see you wearing that cowboy hat well you're more otisy than i am i think so definitely an otis b driftwood kind of guy seth's more like captain spaulding yeah i could see that yeah I could see that. Scene seven, red hot pussy liquors. The scene opens with Baby and Rufus buying a ton of alcohol at a liquor store. We see the family drinking and celebrating Halloween as Otis prepares his costume. His costume is Denise's dad, whom he's skinned and is wearing the man's skin. He descends the steps, walking up to Denise, revealing he's wearing her father's skin. Otis tells them that he's going to let them meet Dr. Satan. The boogeyman is real, and they've found him. The family walk the group through a field, all dressed in their Halloween costumes. The kids dress as rabbits rj that's rufus jr he throws jerry into a coffin mary runs away and baby goes after her catching up to her tackling her in a cemetery and stabbing her to death while doing her iconic laugh otis lowers jerry and denise into a pit lowering a lantern and a tape deck after them creatures inside the hole begin to rip the casket apart and pull jerry away denise is able to crawl through a tunnel hearing jerry uh scream denise finds two men one in a rabbit suit they tear her rabbit suit off and then disappear with the suit above ground rufus rides around in the sheriff's car while otis baby and tiny burn mary's body meanwhile denise finds a long hallway linked uh, lined with skeletons and cobwebs at the end of the hallway are doors leading to dr satan's lair where patients uh, he's mangled or sitting watching a TV with nothing on it. She sees Dr. Satan working on Jerry as a mechanical soldier descends the steps, running after her, breaking down the door, allowing her to escape. The soldier chases her into a dead end where he yet again misses with his axe, taking out the supports of the tunnel, causing it to fall on top of him, and Denise passes out. Above ground, we see the fire burning that was Mary's body. Do you think they took all of these victims' money and went and bought all that alcohol? Because that was a lot of alcohol. I was wondering why we had that scene. It didn't really seem like we needed it. Well, when she was mm. like, when he told her the total, total she's like, I ain't going to break my bank. That's what, or whatever. I forgot. Yeah, I Goober. It, His name was Goober. <laughs> Goober. And he's like, no, it's supposed to be G Ober for <laughs> Gary Ober or something. Yeah. But she just kept calling him fucking Goober. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you buying a lot of alcohol. He was like, I like to get fucked up. She's like, I bet you do. <laughs> she walks in with her assless jeans. Yeah, fucking her ass. Always hanging out. Fucked up and do fucked up things. Uh, Speaking of fucked up, how fucked up would that be to see your dad skin on somebody? Oh my God. Dude, I have a note. I said, when he walks down the steps and starts touching her face mm. with, with Otis's hands, but her dad's hands are roped on top of his. Mm-hmm. So like her dad's hand is just like brushing her dude i was laughing i was like how fucking awkward it's dude be awful yeah it wouldn't be great no and would skin really stay intact like that like could you actually remove it in like one piece i don't know he did hmm. 
I think you probably could if you were like intricate about it, but I just can't get over how much alcohol they had. I know. It was like two boxes of alcohol. Yeah, we'd be buying that much if we were doing some kind of satanic ritual. That's true. But then you got Grandpa riding around in his wheelchair. Right. Which I think is equally as funny because, dude, they are all so drunk. Mm. And why are they in bunny costumes? Uh, Well, earlier in the movie, um, there's a footage, the camcorder footage we were talking about, where Otis talks, but he says, hunting humans ain't something or something. He's like, they all run like little scared rabbits. Okay. So they're all in rabbit costumes. I forget the exact phrase that he says. Well, I know she says like the some kind of nursery rhyme about mm-hmm. rabbits or something. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah, so they have them all in rabbit suits. Um, when Baby chases her down, that's one of my favorite scenes because she's so freaking crazy mm-hmm. in this scene. Mm-hmm. She's like telling, like you said, that nursery rhyme about the mm-hmm. rabbit in the garden or whatever. And yeah. then she starts laughing. It just shows you how crazy she is. Mm-hmm. But again... I think she's going in and out of a character she's playing in my mind because that's what it seems like. She just jumps around all these different characters, but that's one of my favorite scenes. So this underground stuff, is this supposed to be like the basement of the old hospital? Because at first I'm like, is this a mine shaft? But then I'm like, well, maybe uh-huh. it's the basement of that hospital he worked at. Mm, I have a theory on that entire scene. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know this is the basic because it's like mine shafts that they're in. It seems like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or like tunnels or something because mm-hmm. it has like wooden supports. Um, did you notice though? It's the same. So earlier in the movie, she has that dream and that's the dream that she has is of these tunnels yeah. and of Dr. Satan, mm-hmm. how she perceives him to look. Um, and then when she busts into that room, there are TVs in there that have nothing but static on them. I thought one of them had something on. It's like real static. I think it's that Dr. Wolfenstein, if yeah, I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. but it's like real staticky. Like mm-hmm. You can't see what's what's on it. Um, that mechanical soldier, remember when um, Mama Firefly was telling them the story about how the dad burnt mm-hmm. the down? I'm pretty sure that is the mask and same setup that the dad had on oh. when she's telling the story about Tiny being burnt, if I remember correctly. Hmm. but it's eerily similar. The shit that came out of his mouth was disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. It was like green, looked like pea soup or something. Mm-hmm. Like, so that leads me to my question. Do you guys think this is actually happening or is this all taking place in her head? I was thinking it was actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe but, it was. And like they worship Dr. Satan and they mm-hmm. do this every year and they're sacrificing people mm-hmm. to Dr. Mm-hmm. Satan to, yeah. So that he leaves them alone, maybe. But it seems a little far-fetched, like, you know, like the robot dude. and then Yeah. The, mm-hmm. He's, like, kind of mechanical, like the surgery <laughs> guy. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, I don't know if this is, like, real or... I don't know. Well, he said that he kind of left it open to interpretation, like, if, whether you think it's happening or it's not happening. Uh, obviously, Dr. Satan's not in any of the sequels, but that's for other reasons. Um I've always kind of thought this was all in her head because it foreshadows up to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, how would she know what the tunnels look like before she's been right. in the tunnels? So is this all just something that she's going on in her head as she's dying or as she's, I don't know. That could be. That's always been my theory is I don't really think it's happening. I think it's all in her mind. Very possible. I mean, it makes sense because it is pretty far-fetched what's going on down there. Right, yeah. and it's all, if you really pay attention, everything that she sees or is experiencing is something she's experienced earlier in the movie, saw, or somebody told her. 
Do so you think she just died in the casket? I don't know if she died in the casket because the ending of it, she definitely digs out of the ground. So I'm thinking they probably oh, right. put her in the ground. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know that that Dr. Satan stuff is actually happening. So maybe she just ran around down there freaking out. and Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I really don't know. But that's my theory is that it's not happening. I'm thinking that it was probably all going on in her head because she's been tortured. She's been like mentally tortured by her freaking dad walking down the mm. step like with her dad stuff on and, and i don't know i just would think your mind would go to crazy places but probably but at one point otis is like i'll let you meet dr satan right or whatever so i don't know that's what makes me feel like there's part of it has to be real unless he yeah. is dr unless, satan or yeah, maybe he is maybe and she just in her head saw it as something different i don't know that's what i don't know maybe like i don't know i think it's like and those creatures that are down there that just come up out of the water and pull her down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think she's, I think it's all just going on in her head, honestly. Or you don't think it just, like you said, is something weird about that night? It could be. Because they're definitely doing a ritual, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they on Halloween. kind of come back or something. It could I be. Know. I definitely think they leave it open for you to determine what you think is happening. But just based on like him not being in the sequels, which is, he even changes Otis's character for rejects because he looks an albino out in the day he didn't like the way it looked so he changed the character but i don't know in my mind i don't think it's i think she's she's making all this up in her head but scene eight the great escape denise wakes in a pile of rubble and crawls above ground we see a red face or mask underneath the rubble behind her as she escapes now above the ground she stumbles to the road reminiscent of the hitchhiker gal in texas chainsaw 2003 spalding pulls up in a convertible sweet baby jesus what happened to you he says she tells him she got away he tells her there's a bunch of people looking for he'll take her to a doctor she leans back passing out as we see otis sit up in the back seat with a knife cut to a red screen and denise and dr satan's lab in an operation only yeah. jump scare in the movie for me that's the only one that got you mm-hmm. really yeah not even when rufus opened the doors and banged them open hmm. so maybe otis is dr satan to her if he's the one that popped up and ends up yeah. taking her back that's what i'm wondering because then maybe those scenes are when she's like passed out dying or passed out Cause that's when she dreams throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie. Whenever those things happen, it's when she's like passed out or. But doesn't he reach up to stab her in the car? Yeah. Okay. So I wonder if he stabs her and then that's when it cuts to red and that's her. Yeah, maybe he just killed her right there and she just, that's what she saw. Could have been. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe she thinks he is Dr. Satan. That's a good point. I never thought about that. I mean, he kind of is. He's the one mutilating the people. Yeah. And doing weird shit with And them. making fish boys. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and that also kind of shows that um, Captain Spaulding is kind of with them. Yeah. Or like helping them out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which you definitely see in the next two movies that he is with them. I don't know if they're like estranged or what, but there's definitely something weird with the beginning of this one because he is baby's dad. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Let's jump over to fun facts with Seth. There is more than one instance where you see a poster for two missing young boys. Those boys were actually pictures of Rob Zombie and his brother, the lead singer of Power Man 5000, as children. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. I took you for a big Power Man 5000 fan. Never heard of him. Seriously? Mm-mm. Sheesh. What's that guy's name? Spider? I don't know. I think it's Spider. Maybe. In 2014, Rob Zombie acknowledged the movie's cult following. 
but admitted that he himself is not fond of it. Zombie called the film a calamitous mess. Mm -hmm. And all I see is flaw upon flaw upon flaw. Yeah. Well, that's probably with anybody's first movie they do. Oh, this is his very first one. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Took forever to get released. It got dropped by multiple. I heard studios. it was. I don't think I put it in here, but it was made in like 2000, and it took three years to get released. Yeah, because I think Universal had it, and then they couldn't get an R rating. They kept getting NC-17 ratings, so they ended up shelving it. He bought the rights to it back, and then MGM picked it up, and then they dropped it, and then Lionsgate ended up releasing it. So there's actually no deleted scenes or extra footage because all the tapes are gone yeah. from all of the something switching. i read said it it's it exists somewhere but it'd be hard to find because mm. i guess it got leaked online at some point but they pulled it off and oh really yeah. so i didn't i thought I he had, said I had that in here but i saw something about it that it didn't exist because this film had been passed around so much yeah i don't know uh rob zombie said how amongst the footage that there was in his in blah blah blah, blah. This, is, this is worded weird rob zombie said how amongst the footage that was in his infamous lost rough cut of the film. Okay, here we go. And what she had to cut for our rating, there were a lot more violent and disturbing scenes with baby Firefly, like ones which showed more of her necrophilia tendencies. Mm. So the scene in the film where she is kissing a skeleton and touching her breast with its hand was one such scene. It was much more graphic and longer, even ending with her climaxing. Ooh. But since MPAA had issues with moments like these, it was cut. Yeah. I wonder, I'd like to see the actual version of this movie. How bad it really was. I'm sure it was fucked up. So here's about the cutaway scene. So most of the cutaway scenes, uh, Otis torturing cheerleaders, baby masturbating with a skeleton, etc., were filmed in Rob Zombie's basement after filming Wrapped. Mm. He would invite cast members over to his house on the weekends and shoot the footage himself with a 16mm handheld camera. So that explains that. Yes, a lot of issues getting this movie completed. Yeah, filmed in 2000, not released in 2003, which we already said. The actual house is the same used in The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas from 1982. With Dolly. Which can be viewed during Universal Studios' tram ride. However, during filming, Universal refused to stop the tram tours, which delayed filming during many scenes. He said you can actually hear the tram in some scenes. That's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Tobe Hooper. Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper. God damn it, Seth. That's <laughs> embarrassing. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> Should be IE then. Was a fan of this film upon its release. As a result, he offered Cherry Moon Zombie a supporting role in his then upcoming film, Toolbox Murders. Have you ever seen that? I actually have. Yeah. I've seen it, yes. It's pretty gory from what I remember. Oh, Seth. Having Old loved Tobe Hooper. her character from Tobe. Uh, she initially turned down the role as she did not have a desire to be a full-time actress and only appeared in this film because director Rob Zombie was her boyfriend. Mmm. Yes. Good old Sherry Moon. Now she's in all of them. Yeah. A scene was cut in the robbery sequence where Spalding pressed a panic button and it alerted Ravelli. Is that his name? Yeah, that's the guy with the To the shirt. robber's presence. So that explains why he shows up randomly. Mm-hmm. The film script was constantly changing, leading to an entirely different ending at one point. Originally, Grandpa Hugo was going to be revealed as the Mad Doctor, who in the rough cut was not even called Dr. Satan. Hmm. I don't buy Grandpa Hugo being a uh, doctor-esque character. Mm, no. no, he was too, like, goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't take him seriously. Last one. Uh, this film would establish Sherry, Sherry Moon Zombie as a scream queen. Ironically enough, she does not like horror films as they scare her too much. 
I could see that. She is. You think she's a final girl? Not in this movie. No. 31, she's definitely a final girl, mm -hmm. but not this one. A scream queen. Mm. Ah! <laughs> I can't believe you hate baby so much. I just think she's annoying in this. Mm. <laughs> I don't like when people have that baby talk sound. Mm -hmm. So you hate baby. You hate Sherry Moon. Okay. All right. Let's jump over to HMC favorites. Jess, your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, so I have a couple. I, I really like the opening scene um, with Captain Spaulding and that whole um, throw down or whatever. Yeah. And then I also like the reveal of Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan! But just that, like, I'll never forget the very first time I saw that and was like, <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at right now? He's fucking connected to shit and, like, he's drilling into this dude's head, like, and he kind of reminds me of, like, uh, the dude from Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, he does look like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. And he's, like, speaking in another language. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's so many fucking weird sounds. So like, weird. Yeah. Mm. But those are my two favorite. What about you, Seth? Probably any scene that had Captain Spaulding in it. Mm. He's just funny. Like, it brought some comic relief to, like, the disgustingness of the movie. So you don't find Otis funny? No. Okay. Not nearly as funny, no. Gotcha. You do? I think Otis is hilarious. Oh. I do. Mm -hmm. I also think Baby is pretty funny, too. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I, just, I like them. I like all of them. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have quite <laughs> a few. So, again, like Jess, I love the opening scene with Spaulding. I think it sets the pace for the entire movie. Uh, any of the scenes of the family and the kids at the house where they're all together, because I think it does a great job of showing you what dickhead these dickheads these kids are. And I think the writing is really good because you're not supposed to like the kids because I think he wants you to root for the bad guys in this. The other thing, which I've already said, I love Otis's dialogue and his long-winded like tantrums that he goes off on about how he's here to do all sorts of evil things, etc., and how hunting humans ain't nothing but nothing. <laughs> Uh, and then I love Sherry Moon's character development through the movie because you see her, like I said earlier, like go in and out of these different performances and you can just see how demented and twisted she is because really you think that Otis is the bad guy, but really she's just as evil as he is. And I think you really see that through the way she acts throughout the movie. So, uh, favorite kill in the movie, Jess? Um, I said Jerry, which who mm. knows if he actually really died yeah because she was just scalping him and then you see him later getting right. operated on by dr satan but yeah i just thought that was that whole sequence was cool you love some dr satan i do <laughs> turns her on she yeah. likes him sexually yes mm -hmm. what about you favorite kill i said the one cop that got shot in the head yes just because it was such a tense like long mm -hmm. silent scene yeah it's like uncomfortable that's also the one that I went with with yeah. Walton Goggins as the cop and then her dad. It's that whole sequence of mm -hmm. scenes because I think it's done really well and it's really uncomfortable, yeah. Oh, they definitely got killed the best way because it was yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, Fish Boy would be the worst. Yeah. Mm. Well, any of them, the scalping, all of them were bad. Well, he didn't die from that. No, but still I had to go through it. Yeah. Mm. At least the other guys just got I shot. I guess the other maybe Mary being killed by Baby because she just stabs her, I think, in the heart, doesn't she? And how she yeah. kills her. Several so. times. Unless she didn't kill her and then they burn her to death. Ugh. I'm pretty sure she was dead. You don't know. You weren't there. After that. You weren't there. <laughs> Jess, thing you like most about the movie. I just like how fucking bizarre this movie is. Mm. And it's, it's just different. Or it was very different at the time. Yeah. Like I hadn't seen anything like that. Um, and just like it's dirty. It, of course, reminds me of Texas Chainsaw and a lot of the parts, which I love. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Seth? 
I actually kind of like the story it was trying to portray. It was like the whole Doctor <laughs> Satan thing was. I mean, it's like a yeah. creepy story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, like I always get fascinated by those like asylum type mm-hmm. creepy things. Yeah. And I like the comedy in it. Yeah. Because you watch this, you wouldn't think there'd be any in this, but there is. Right. It's very subtle, but. Yeah, it's definitely got a comedic undertone, which mm-hmm. I appreciate as well. Uh, so for me, the characters, I think that for this being his first movie and creating three of, in my opinion, the most iconic horror characters in his very first movie. <laughs> What's that face you're making? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Look like the creeper. <laughs> but you have... <laughs> so Sorry. Stupid. You have Baby Firefly. You've got... Spalding and Otis, which are three iconic. For that being his first movie, I think that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cringiness and the dirtiness of the movie, like in just the details that he goes into to make the movie feel that way. Like I said, the sweat stains on their shirts, their teeth, the mm-hmm. way the house looks. Uh, and I also think the music is really underappreciated. Yeah, a lot of it is made by Rob Zombie, and some of it isn't, but a lot of it is. But I think that it plays well with the movie and the way it's shot. Um, yeah, so for me, I think that's the thing that I like the most about it. The other thing which I've hinted at or made mention of is the fact that I think, again, the characters are all named after Groucho Marx characters. Mm-hmm. All of them are named after uh, characters from Groucho Marx movies. But I really, and I talked about this at length on the uh, Three From Hell episode I did with the podcast and Elm Street guys, but I feel like these people either feel like or think they're in a movie or they're creating their own movie. And you can tell that, I think, as the trilogy progresses, because you see it not so much in Rejects, but a little bit in Rejects and a lot in Three From Hell. They even make mention of who the star of the show is, etc. And I think you see these characters go in and out of their actual character they're playing. Because obviously mm-hmm. they're, his name's not Otis. He's named, like, that's his given name that he's given himself. Same with Baby. Right. Um, I feel like these people are, like, so demented and so out of it that they think they're in a movie. Like, they're making yeah. their own movie. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that with the camcorder footage, mm-hmm. etc. which I think adds another dynamic to these movies. And I didn't really piece that part of this. I could be completely off base. But I didn't really piece any of that together until Three from Hell um, when I was re-watching that. And it was like, wow, when you look at it from that aspect, it really does seem like these people are playing characters in a movie and think they are, mm-hmm. which is maybe why Spaulding acts the way he acts when the robbers come in. Like, he's not afraid of those people whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he, like, and Otis gives these long-winded speeches and whatnot so i don't know that's just my opinion on the whole trilogy i think that these characters aren't just sadistic psychos which they are mm-hmm. but i feel like they think they're in their own movie and they're playing these yeah characters. probably but um jess something you did not like about the movie um just i said a bit all over the place <laughs> and that some of the acting was yeah but not really anything else other than that what about you seth uh, the cut scenes really I just did not like those it, like I said it took me out of the movie they felt yeah. cheap they felt because mm-hmm. the rest of the movie felt like it was good quality and that I was like ugh yeah. I didn't like it did not like Baby at all <laughs> couldn't stand the fucking laugh <laughs> for me I said some of the cuts are weird um, I can overlook them though because I do appreciate the movie and I again when you look at it from the stance that I was talking about that I feel like they're trying to make their own movie. I think some of those cuts are from that handheld camera footage that they're of them making their own movie. So I kind of get where he's going with it. Uh, I I love this movie, so I 
don't nitpick it. You don't say. I do love it, yes. Uh, will you watch it again, Jess? Yes. Seth, will you watch it again? Yeah, probably. I, I watch it multiple times a year. I will definitely watch it again. So let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck, and some movies get fives. This is a rating system on how much we enjoyed watching the movie. At the end, we'll average it out and give you the HMC's average Stabby's rating. At the top of the list, we have Scream and Psycho with an average Stabby's rating of 4.8, followed by The Final Girls, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, The Ring, The Conjuring, Rob Zombie's Halloween, all with a 4.7 average Stabby's rating. At the bottom, we have Ginger Dead Man with a 0.7, The Platform with a 0.9, and Hellraiser with a 1 average Stabby's rating. Seth, I think you go first, don't you? HMC 66. My movie, House of a Thousand Corpses, a Rob Zombie film. What do you give this movie? 2.7. Like I said, I didn't like the cutscenes. They felt cheap to me. Like Jess mm-hmm. said, it was the movie was like all over the fucking place in parts. Uh, it's a little bit past my gore limit. It's like right on the edge there. It's kind of gross for what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really like most of the characters. Interesting. You weren't rooting for the bad guys. I wasn't rooting for like anybody. Mm, that could so, be a problem. Yeah. 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 2.7. Mm-hmm. Stabby's rating. House of Thousand Corpses. Jess, HMC 66, my movie, House of Thousand Corpses. What do you give this movie? I gave it a 4.1. 4.1. Slotted it. <laughs> she always slots that shit. Right uh, below the strangers, but above Jeepers Creepers. That's where it falls for me. Damn. Do you like this better than Jeepers Creepers? Yeah. Wow. It's a fucking great movie, dude. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, obviously, Rob Zombie's first movie. I get it. But it does have some faults. He's even stated that it has a fault. When he looks at it, he sees a bunch of faults. However, I do enjoy this movie. And I think for it being his first offering, he gives us some very iconic characters. I love how uncomfortable some of the visuals are and how just dirty you feel and uncomfortable you are watching the movie. I also appreciate the comedy in it. It's pretty raunchy comedy at times, but I think that's funny and that suits my personality. Um, and I think this movie does a great job of like Texas Chainsaw that, you know, again, it's very heavily influenced by that. It leaves you feeling so freaking dirty and gross by the end of it. Um, and I love the entire Firefly trilogy that I think this, obviously this movie started that, but I also give this movie extra credit because it did launch Rob Zombie into the horror genre of making movies. So I, are you ready, Seth? Are you sitting down? Yeah. Gave this movie a 4.8 stabbies. Not surprised. From me. You're not surprised at all? Mm-mm. I slotted it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I get why you wouldn't like it, though. This doesn't come off as your kind of movie. Mm-mm. But hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Let's jump over to some of those other folks okay. who like to rate movies. We are where you should be going to get your movie ratings and reviews, the Horror Movie Crew. But Jess, there's not. A... There is, but... <laughs> oh, there is one. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you want to read the Rotten Tomatoes Critics Consensus? No, I don't, because <laughs> it's for Hocus Pocus. It's the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't think there was one. There's not one, because I went to look it up, and there wasn't one for this movie. <laughs> I don't know why. You tricked me, you fucker. I was kind of hoping she'd read it. <laughs> oh, well. Nope. Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 20% on 85 reviews. The average rating from the critics is a 38%. Rotten Tomatoes audiences gave it a 65% on 100,000 reviews. 
and their average rating was a 72%. IMDb gave it a 6.1 out of 10, which is 61% on 82,000 reviews. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. We gave it a 3.9 out of 5 average stabbies rating, which is... 77%. 3.9 out of 5. So it was just below so good and Seth, you fucked it. Yeah, this is not a so good <laughs> in my book. We'll just take his rating out and it'll be really high. 3.9. Sagudin! <laughs> now we just got to do Devil's Rejects. Have you seen Devil's Rejects? I saw it once, like a long ass time ago. Did you like it more than this? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you I annoyed? don't fucking remember. Does she just laugh through the whole fucking movie? Oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to say about Hostiles Corpses before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Jess? No, sir. Hmm. I think it's, we gave it a little bit low in my opinion. But wow, 3.9. So close. What are you going to do? You'll get over it. I'll get over it. I'm already over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do some patron shout outs real quick. Our newest patron, Mal. Thank you, Mal. You're not on this list, but apparently I remembered because I'm so smart. Yeah. Chelsea, thank you. D. Cole, Anthony Silver from Porcelain Peak, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. Your movie is on the wheel. We'll eventually do it if Seth ever wants to do another one. He's actually purposely telling me not to pick your movie, which I think is that pretty, is not true. Lies. Pretty rude. The Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S. Our last episode, The Curse of La Llorona, was was a patron Kruby's suggestion. We did that movie. Um, Mark and Brooke from Podcast on Elm Street, Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast, and my lovely mother, Nana. Whew, that list is getting long, dog. You almost didn't make it. Whew. No. You almost we need, went into your home. Need, oh, yeah. need, need to stop smoking. Just need to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> Man, we need like two more on there, and I wouldn't be able to do it in one breath. I know. Shit. Our next episode, HMC 67, we will continue our November theme of guests who's coming to dinner with Jess's pick. We are what we are. I've never seen it. I've never even heard of this movie. Me I haven't either. either. Oh, shit. You went crazy. Yeah. And then my pick's one I don't think any of us have seen either. What's so. your pick again? Uh, the Dinner Party or something like that. Hmm. Interesting. It'll be fun. Two movies none of us have seen. Two newbies. Gotta do new ones sometimes. Yeah, I like picking ones we haven't seen. Yeah, that is interesting. Sometimes they bomb hard. Yeah, sometimes you end up with the ginger dead man. (laughs) I feel like a bulk of the time they bomb, but still. You know, for as much as we reference and talk about Ginger Dead Man, maybe we rated it too low because it no. kind of... I mean, no. It's not a great it's pretty movie, but... <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Terrible. It's not great. Uh-huh. All right. Well, hey, uh, in that case, we're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. y'all. Bye, y'all. All right. See ya. Bye. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media... Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.
I really saw uh, Nick. Was it Nick Nolte that was in it? Yeah, but I thought it was I Gary it was, Busey. It, no, it was, was Gary Busey. Busey. He kept saying Nick <laughs> Nolte. Now you've got me fucking saying it. Well, they're both crazy. I thought he so. was going to be in that more. That's why I fucking. It wasn't even it. his voice on the no. Ginger Dead Man, was it? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. He was just in that opening scene. <laughs> they use him for star power. 